0: But what I can do is work for the idea, be an employee of the idea and bring every day something to that.
1: Welcome to the Creative Chats podcast with Mike Brennan. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artists, makers and content creators, where we talk about creativity, the creative process and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at Mike Bone, And you can check out some of my work on my website, which is mikebrennan.me. Also, I would love to have you be a part of our free Facebook group. It's a private group called Daily Creative Habit. It's for artists, makers, creators, people with all sorts of creative expressions gathering in one place to say, I want to show up more consistently for my creativity and craft. And so if you would like to be a part of that community, head to dailycreativehabit.com and join in today. Look forward to seeing you there. Now, this week's episode, I have another visual artist. Uh, she is amazing. Her work is is phenomenal. It's Laura Jane Patelko. And we talk so much about not just her work, which is... Um, it's not just photography, it's an experience. Uh, I really do want to stress that you need to go to her website and check it out. We mentioned it at the end of the show, so please be sure to do that because you need to see it for yourself. But we talk about just the the role of empathy and making connections in and through your work. Um, we talk about the importance of play and experimenting and showing up authentically. A lot of the process and... Uh, just some of the reasoning behind creating the work. And I so connected with her and felt like a kindred spirit. I said that a couple of times, and I'm saying it again now in this intro, because I really do, do believe it. Every once in a while, you, you come across somebody who you just kind of connect with and you align with with values, with the way you approach your work. And so, um, love it. I hope that you're gonna enjoy this interview uh, and that you, get encouraged, and maybe you get some uh, practical steps for your own journey. So without further ado, here is my Creative Chat with Laura Jane Patelko. Well, Laura Jane, welcome to the Creative Chats Podcast. I'm excited to have you here today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, I'm Laura Jane Patelko, and I'm a photo artist based out of Toronto. Uh, I grew up here, but my career pretty much began in the West Coast in Vancouver in around the 90s. Um, Yeah, I would say film, music, photography, all these things were really a huge inspiration to me growing up um, and kind of found a way to to really, I guess, transport me um, from like a little bit of a difficult uh, upbringing. And so I always felt really called in that direction to be an artist myself. Um, and I work with photography, uh, primarily I've been doing that for about uh, 25 years now. And I work with it as, as a medium for ideas and concepts more so than particularly just as a document. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess, you know, the art that I tend to love, the art that I'm kind of drawn to is work that's really quite inclusive and, and vast in its range of emotions, um, You know, work that can open us up a little bit, maybe break our hearts a little bit in a way, you know, open us up. Um, And uh, and so that's kind of my aim with my work. That's what I'm looking to do, to do uh, a little bit of good in the world and uh, hopefully inspire, you know, connection and and empathy through um, things like vulnerability in the work and yeah, I kind of explore uh, through different series. Uh, I bring my style and aesthetic, but I really like to explore, explore uh, different ideas yeah, and and sort of bring different things to the work and open up conversations that way. So mm. that's a little bit about what I do.
1: I absolutely love that you said empathy and connection and bringing good to the world. I mean, those are shared values. And uh, I love when I see people do work like that that, you know make connections for people make them feel seen and understood uh, by the work that they create it's not simply just like an exercise in, in doing something practical uh, but especially for me as someone who's very heart motivated i always get excited for that when i feel like i'm drawn into like a story and an experience and um i think your work is just beautiful thank you so i want to dial things back a little bit it's like when you were a kid were there maybe certain creative experiences that you had, uh, something that let you know, like you were a creative individual? I mean, what did that look like for you?
0: Um, so I really, you know, like I said, I, I found that, you know, music and art really kind of transported me. So I feel like that felt like very much something that I wanted to do with my work as well, is just to include people. And and really, like you said, Mike, too, to really include that kind of range of emotions um, mm-hmm. and what's kind of great is, is, well, it's not great, but you know, this year that we've been living through, uh, you know, year and a half now really kind of brings in a lot of that. I think that the, in some ways, you know, the, the art world has changed. It's been, it's, it's, you know, brought us to our knees emotionally. Um, and it's really made us kind of re rethink a lot of, a lot of these things. And so I think for artists, it's been a time to, to flourish and, and a time to to really rethink everything, but also to to kind of bring that connection in. So um, yeah, yeah, it's it's quite cool because I think that really the, the emotional aspects are really, really important uh, in my work, but it was really, I mean, just going back, I think it was just always something I wanted to do. And, you know, it evolved, certainly evolved over the years in the kind of the voice <laughs> that was developed, I guess, right? Um, But, but yeah, sort of, you know, it it keeps going. It keeps the, the adventure keeps evolving, which is really great.
1: So it sounds like you had these multiple expressions when you were younger. I mean, like you mentioned music and film and obviously photography. Did you find yourself like playing around in those different expressions and just to see what came about?
0: You know, I really I really think that I was inspired by those things, um, you know, uh, you know, growing up and being sort of a, a kid of the the music video generation. Right. So um, music and imagery just just really lent themselves to be to be inspiration for me. But photography was always my medium, um, you know, and that medium, of course, has changed so much over the decades. But really, photography has always been my medium, I think perhaps the way that I've used it over the years has changed a little bit, but um, it's always been photography. I mean, back, you know, maybe decades ago, it was that, you know, I was the photographer in the crowd and in the, uh, in the group of artists, but um, now really, you know, that's changed. And we all have, we all, you know, carry, carry cameras around with us at all times. And things are documented in a different way. So I think even that has informed like how, how the practice changes you know for me I like to not really use photography so much as a document of things but more to kind of express different ideas and emotions and things that you know perhaps open up conversations and things that we can kind of connect to Mm -hmm. in a different way yeah that that's I guess that's what I find interesting about you know other people's art so that's what I hope to do with my own too.
1: I'd love to find out a little bit more of like, how did you get to where you are now? Right. I mean, you're younger, you're, you're exploring, you're in that mode and you're like, Hey, I think I like this. I think I want to do more of that. I want to pursue this. So like, what did that look like for you?
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, it's interesting. I feel like if I think back to the roots of it all, um, like I said, I was always kind of a a creative kid. I went to, um, you know, a, a I was specializing in, in arts, like even in high school and school, but, uh, I had to work from a young age. So I'd really, I'd really intended to, you know, I had my eye on going to a particular art school in, uh, in Toronto. That's, um, really well known in that, but, um, I did, I had to leave high school, uh, early and I had to work. So I had like, I had a different, path than most of my colleagues and other people I know, but, you know, and I only talk about it because I hope that that could help potentially encourage other people who maybe feel like they don't have the the, the pedigree or they don't have, you know, the right. The, um, but, you know, for me, I, I remember a certain moment where I had an art teacher uh, basically say, you know, I need you to stay. I'll make sure you get into, you know, this particular school that the, the school we all needed to, to go to. Um, and I just wasn't able to. I really had to work. I had to, you know, um, have my own place at a young age and all that kind of stuff. So I, in that, I remember, you know, kind of looking at his face in that moment and thinking, this is going to be really hard. I'm going to have to work really hard. And so I think, I think for me, it's been about that work ethic, uh, and and I've always, you know, so I guess the path from that time was really you know, going in, finding the best people that I could find, um, you know, the art world is notorious for like limited access or no access. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was right. And, you know, it still is, but, um, but for me, it was really about just kind of going in and trying to, to give myself to that process. Uh, so whether that was, uh, in one particular case, you know, I volunteered, I found the best, you know, fine art producers and I, and photographers. And I gave my time, I gave, I just decided to be, you know, an apprentice in all the time that I had. And I really learned from, from a lot of uh, fine art uh, photographers, um, fashion photographers, you know, all over the map. I, you know, finally slowly got myself into different positions of like producing for them and then becoming, you know, integral to their work and into uh, their production And then it kind of, and then my practice emerged from there, my own practice emerged from there. And then I became really like a part of the industry, but, um, but it's a different, you know, it's a different path. Uh, And, you know, sometimes when you're, when you're on that path, something that I think about is, you know, at a point you do have to kind of let go and go, wow, you know, you don't have to be constantly paying dues. Like you you can belong here. (laughs) You can take up your space and feel like you're not having to constantly um, you know, just, just work. I mean, it's always work. It's always, it's always a process, but I think the, you know, the last decade or so has been more about you know, hey, it's all right, like you've you've been working at this for uh, like 25 years, you know what you're doing, you're like, you belong in this room.
1: I love the fact that you found a way to be around the people that you needed to be around, you know, you didn't have access to them, so you figured out a way, you, you volunteered. And uh, I think, you know, you were you were thinking about things long term, not necessarily like the immediate win. And so many people today, I think, want that immediate win. They're not thinking the long game and investing in relationships and getting around the people that they really need to be around. And, you know, sometimes sacrificing and volunteering and the cost of it. Um, But you appreciate the journey so much better. And then when you're around those relationships, I mean, things, those relationships wouldn't be formed any other way. And people start to see that you're not just all about yourself and your own work, but you know, that, that you're really invested.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and really that, that's something that, um, you know, that's something that I think about a lot because, uh, I mean, some people have said, wow, you know, you really take chances or they'll, they'll talk about their own, their own process and say, oh, you must be so confident to, to be able to like, put your work out in this particular venue or, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, I had a few of my pieces up in Times Square, but mm-hmm. which is surreal, which is surreal. But, but the whole thing is, my whole thing is you really don't um particular. It's not about, you know, finding the confidence and then that allows you to do the work, just do the work. Like you just have to, commit to, you know, if you believe in your ideas, like even if you just you believe in it's not about necessarily other, you know, whether other people are going to like them or not, because once we go down that road, it's just, you know, it's all self doubt. But Mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, believing if you believe in your idea, follow the idea. Also, listen, listen to the idea. Like, where does it want to go with all of my projects? I, I like to remain really open to, collabor- to collaboration. I'm not kind of stuck on like, here's exactly how it needs to be, but follow, follow an interesting adventure with it and let it, you know, let it speak to you. Um, but yeah, again, it, it's sort of going back to that. It's not necessarily about like needing to cultivate this base that you work from uh, confidence wise. It's like, you know, do the work really, really commit to it um, and, and work for the work. So, you know, I think you know, we all, we all have, we all have insecurities. It doesn't take, it doesn't have to be an artist. Doesn't have to be a big ego. They can be. And I love that. Like, I love those characters. I'm friends with them. Right. But I think I realized for myself at some point that, you know, it's, it's never going to be about me. I'm just not that kind of person, but what I can do is work for the idea, be an employee of the idea and bring every day something to that. Like, no stone unturned. You've done, you've done everything you can for this, um, you know, kind of day in and day out. And that's, I guess, what I discovered that kind of keeps me going through it. Um, because certainly those other things, like, you know, whether it's confidence, our ideas about ourselves, and all of that is so fluid, and it can change, right? Like, depending on our circumstances. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, certainly everyone's, everyone's process through it is really quite different.
1: Well, I appreciate you sharing your perspective on that because you know, it's, I love that you say you work for the idea. There's a certain amount of like exploration experimentation that's there in your process and you're like looking for the great idea and you're getting to know yourself better and you're you're getting to do iterations and versions that can lead to other breakthroughs that maybe wouldn't have happened otherwise you know it's real easy to just stick with the same process or stick with something because it's what people expect or what's been successful Um, but I think sometimes that can really you know, stop you from some really great work. And it sounds to me like, you know, you've been able to maintain that sense of play and excitement and wonder.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting because I was kind of like, as you were speaking about that, I was thinking about um, my series uh, that I've been exhibiting, Soft Stories, uh, for the last few years. I mean, I started working on it quite a few years ago, but if I think back to, you know, I just found the idea, the initial idea kind of interesting and inspiring. And I thought it seemed to me like it might have something to offer people. Um so I kind of went down that road and and sort of followed the adventure and and imagined it in a way that I thought would be sincere and you know at the end of the day uh once the work is produced and it has a life of its own and it's touring and it's showing <laughs> in Times Square and doing things I never yeah. imagined it would do, right? Yeah. But you know, I, I look at it, I actually looked at, I wasn't able to be in New York. I really wish I was, but Mm. I wasn't, I was looking at it on the screen, uh, you know, on my phone (laughs) like everyone else on Instagram. And, uh, it's just, it's amazing to see the adventure really that the work can, can go on when you kind of follow it through. Mm. It is, it's pretty interesting, but, um, yeah, in the, in the case of, of, You know, I think you were asking about the development of the work and how, how, you know, where the ideas come from or how they come about. Mm -hmm. Um, In the case of this particular series, it was, it was, you know, it's a, it's a strange one. It was initially inspired by a conversation I had at a, at um, a birthday party with a camp director, um, And they were talking about, I said, who who are the, you know, what's, do you have any interesting, like, stories of running this camp in the north of Canada? Um, And then they, you know, told me about a a furry subculture that um, rents the camp out in the fall. And they were talking a little bit about it. Uh, And, you know, as a photographer, I just immediately was flooded with, like, images and questions. And I just, I found it really, there was something kind of poetic. Of course, photography tends to always look to document or expose or things like that. But I thought, I don't, I don't want to do that at all. I just there was something sparking me. I thought there was some poetry um, about about the idea of these people kind of striving to connect with nature. And I thought, wow, it really feels in a little way sort of metaphorical, but you know, we're all having some, some tumultuous relationship with nature and, you know, our planet right now. And I thought there's something so beautiful about this, trying to connect. And of course, my, so much of my work is about, is about connection and and certainly is about vulnerability. So the idea started there <laughs> and then basically, um, really grew into uh, you know, myself collaborating with another artist. We we built costumes for it. She's incredibly talented. So the costumes are just stunning. Um, and, you know, but we wanted them to be really sincere and really genuine and kind of flawed at the same time and really talk about that that kind of that kind of striving or that vulnerability and that place that we're at. In uh, the imperfectness about that process. Um, and then we flew out to, you know, um, I mean, I live in Toronto, it's a big city, we flew out to uh, Nova Scotia to the coastline. It's just stunning. I'd never been there before, actually. Um, but I wanted the, the landscapes to almost kind of consume the subjects in a way I wanted it to feel really grand and 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 majestic so anyway we're just kind of rolling with this with this idea and 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 using it as a muse and sort of following it see where it goes Um, but you know I wasn't really thinking about it in terms of like the business (laughs) I wasn't thinking you know um is this pop art like are these going to sell like hotcakes <laughs> yeah. i was just kind of following this idea and, it, and you know i would sometimes get nervous about it and, and wonder what people will think but you just you can never know right you can mm-hmm. never know um but you know at at the end of the day uh the work has gone out to to several art fairs in New York and Miami uh, when that when there were you know art fairs <laughs> live art fairs mm-hmm. and then it's it's yes. uh, you know shown in Toronto and, and New York and in Brussels and and what's amazing is that if I think you know if the idea grabs you and if you feel pulled towards it without a sense of needing to control it right like let it let it exist um, let it kind of talk to you and see where it goes. And, um, and really now what's wonderful is, you know, it has taken on, it's, it, it I feel like that work has its own, it, it travels more than I do. Right.
1: It, um, it <laughs> yeah. has a
0: life, it has a life of its own. It's, uh, it it's makes a splash in New York. It does things that I don't do. So, it, you know, it's, it's really quite cool. And, um, and though I don't consider it really, um, you know, pop art or art for the masses and Hey, maybe not everyone's going to get it, but the people that do is those connections are what it's all about, you know? Um, and the people that, that love it or, or feel included in it or find some poetry in it or get to think about things in a different way. Um, all of that to me is just like the success, the reward of it,
1: you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I so resonate with that idea of connecting. And I'm just wondering, you know, it's you create something and then you release it. And really like, unless somebody contacts you, to say that they were moved or or connected to your work, like you don't really know, right? I mean, you're not there, if you're not there in person and your work's up in a gallery. So I'm just wondering, like what has been your experience around that?
0: Um, With connecting to audience? With connecting to collectors? Uh, I guess either. Okay. Um, I mean, for me, you know, so much seems, so much of that relationship unfortunately right now because there's not a lot of kind of live things happening um it's really been a lot of conversations on social media that's that's been kind of huge obviously in the last year mm-hmm. um in terms of you know other ways the work connects i think it's just about finding um finding the best ways to get it out there so again like, I don't tend to focus so much on, it's not about, like, exactly selling it, you know, that comes, like, those things come, the collectors, that all happens, but it's about, you know, finding the right venue for it, finding where it will be seen, like, for instance, um, this, this Cube Fair that happened in New York a couple weeks ago was really quite a cool adaptation to, of all the ways that, you know, galleries have adapted in the pandemic, and, billions of like online galleries and the whole thing and but this was this was really quite a cool um takeover of of New York uh on these digital billboards and you know what I thought although it felt a little maybe audacious for for my personal style <laughs> to have it up on a giant billboard uh but for the work right it was There was something really I found kind of captivating about these really rather vulnerable images, um, vast, quiet landscapes, like you can feel the fog rolling in, you can feel the aloneness and the quiet in them. And I thought the contrast of that work up in, you know, like the middle of New York City, the heart of Times Square, I thought that I hope that that connects with it felt to me like that was an interesting spot for that work. And, you know, I, I basically got like dozens of of messages and emails about it and people reached out and, and I'm sure, you know, millions of people walk by too, but it was just like the people that it, that find it. Um, I kind of think that that's something that, I mean, I suppose we can control a little bit, but I'd like to think that it's just about, you know, getting the work as far out there as possible. And, one can sort of never know in fact I had a colleague ask me the other day you know how do you decide like who your who your audience is who your collectors are how do I find my audience she was essentially asking me and i I feel like maybe years ago I was also asking that question and a lot of a lot of books and things and courses will tell you you know to define your audience to really, to really decide who they are. And, and maybe I tried to do that, but, or I certainly had people that, you know, I'd hoped, right. Like, (laughs) um, would find it, but in the end of the day, it's, it's been really interesting to note that you just really never know. I mean, I've met the most amazing people who have become big fans of the work who are people who I maybe never meet in my, in my life normally. So, um, I don't know that there's any one path to to finding your audience to finding your collectors it it constantly surprises me that mm. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it's always every time every every person that finds you every person that finds the work and has something you know moving to say about it feels like a, a small gift and a miracle it's like oh that mm. connection that's what it's all about right? Yep. Yeah, yeah,
1: you know, yeah, like when when you show up for yourself, I think there's this maybe confidence, I don't know if that's the right word, but there's the sense of self that comes through that doesn't happen when you're trying to like posture and position yourself. And I think people can really pick up on that. You know, they they sense the authenticity. And, um, you know, when you find that and you can bring that in a really powerful way, um, people can't get enough of that, you know. And I love what you're, you're describing in your experiences. You know, I'm curious, um, in, in all the work that you've done, have you maybe come to this place where you're like, you're intuitively able to interpret like what's going to resonate, um, you know, what's maybe just for you and is, is something you're passing through to, to discover something else and, and maybe something that's a new uh, way of doing something, a breakthrough that will resonate with other people?
0: you know, so often I feel like I've, I've given myself like perhaps extra challenges that I didn't need to to do. And, and one of those things is that, um, you know, sometimes advice that artists often get from, from dealers and galleries is like, stay with one thing, you know, you're the guy that paints red lines or you're the, you know, what, just keep doing red lines. Um, and, and, and that perhaps is easier. I don't know, actually, I'm not the salesperson. I don't really know, but, Um, but I think, I think style can, can also just come through in different ways. Right. So, you know, I always think about it, like, you know, take, uh, take music, take a band like Radiohead, right. They don't just make the same album over and over again, but they're exploring different ideas, but it always sounds like them, right. You always know that it's them. Mm -hmm. So it, this is the way that, that I like to approach things, but okay, within that, Definitely, um, you know, I have another series that I've been working on kind of simultaneously, and I have another one kind of in development right now. And they're all they all feel like me. Uh, They all feel like uh, not me, but like they're coming from that same, you know, all the filters with Mm -hmm. which I see the world, I guess, or how I process it or what I want to what I choose to uh, bring bring out. Um, so there's, there's all those similarities, but, you know, the work itself is a little bit different. So, you know, I would say that uh, the work I've done on a series called Endless Gone, it's very abstract. Um, they're, you know, mainly uh, photographs of water that are very abstracted, and I've removed all the details to kind of take away the information, but leave a feeling and to me, I see a thread between that work and my work on soft stories that sort of has the same feeling and palette. And, you know, it's kind of talking about the same things from a slightly different angle, but in terms of that relationship with the audience, I mean, some people might see it as more like, this looks great in my apartment. (laughs) This looks (laughs) great in in my, uh, you know, like, you know, I can't, that's the part I can't control. Like, for me, it might have a lot, a lot of thought that goes into it. Right. And for a buyer collector, it may be just that a, maybe they just want to collect my work and they pick something or, um, you know, maybe it's the just, just aesthetics. Right. So we, we can't really kind of control that. But what I find is that, um, the audiences and the conversations are so different about the different bodies of work, right? Like I definitely think that one is maybe a little bit more of a challenge, but the challenge is also a conversation. And those conversations are with like really interesting people and they, the word gets out and it gets talked about and it gets different, it gets different opportunities. So yeah, I do think that that, that relationship with, um, with the audience and how they respond to the work is like fascinating to me. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know that I want to create work based on what I think people are going to like buy. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I think that would just be the downfall of it. Right. Like, yeah. Yep. cause I, I just, I have to only go with that. It feels good to me that there's something resonating To me, you know, if an idea makes you tingle and light up and you feel connected to it, you can only hope that other people will as well. And they do, (laughs) right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's becoming comfortable with the mystery of it all. You know, like you're creating and releasing and you're going, okay, this is going to find its way and uh, I can't control that. And if I try to control that, I may actually end up killing it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. That's a huge, a huge part of it. And it's, it's funny, because I do, you know, my friends who are certainly um, not in this, <laughs> this art world. I mean, I really refer to it as an adventure all the time, because it because it is because you can't necessarily control the outcome. And I'm, I'm really, really grateful to be on this adventure. That's for sure. Mm. But it doesn't, you know, you can't, you can't predict. I mean, there's this, this life ain't for everyone. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it's, it's wild. Yeah. You just, and never know really. I mean, it, it's, it's harder than anything. Uh, it's, it's so much harder that people see this, you know, say Instagram or whatever it is, whatever the things that people look at, right. Um, there's so much more work and there's so much more to the art world, um, that is, that is what word should I use? <laughs> it's difficult. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard, but, um, but, you know, all of those, the connections and the things that, that do happen, the, the little miracles, the little wonderful, um, you know, collectors out of nowhere or opportunities just that come from this staying on it, staying on it, staying on yeah. your path. Like it, they do happen. And it feels, it can feel like for, for, you know, some, everyone has a different ride, but it can feel like it's never going to happen. Or maybe you're someone that, you know, has, has all of the right, you know, ducks in a row and the degrees and the, and the thing. And then you feel like it's going to happen a certain way and it doesn't. Right. Cause I know wow. all of these, I know all of these people. I, I'm just kind of one story in it, but, um, but yeah, it's so it's so unpredictable, and so I think for sure, one has to be kind of ready for the adventure, and mm-hmm. not necessarily deciding like who you need to know and who. It's just be open and connect. Yeah. And this is another thing I really like. I, I really feel so passionately about about a creative community. I I promote and talk about other artists and celebrate others' successes just as much as I do my own um, because I'm genuinely excited for all of us (laughs) when, when, when good things happen, even if they're little things or big things, like I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm constantly, um, you know, talking about other people's work as well as my own, because it's like, we all rise, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, Mm -hmm. that's how it's an ecosystem. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I really, I really feel so strongly about that. I know that it can seem competitive. I don't, I don't think it is. I think we all have a very different voice and a very different thing to offer. Um, and there's room, you know, there's room for all of us. And if it resonates, if what you're doing resonates with you, it's good to resonate with other people.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Love and it, they'll love find it. you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I absolutely love everything you've been saying. I feel like you're such a kindred spirit Uh. and uh, I feel like I could talk to you all day long, but we are at the top of our time. And I want to ask you one last question. And that is, is maybe there a piece of advice or something that somebody's given to you along the way, something you read, experienced that you feel like you could pass along to someone who's listening right now?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, some of those things I feel like we touched on a little bit, but, you know, things that I have found really helpful and, you know, every personality is different, but for me, it's, you know, really, I've seen so many people get tripped up on, they're not ready. They're not ready. It's, you know, it's their, it's their confidence that's not ready. Right. And I think I came to the realization, right. That, that like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to have that. So you have to show up for your work You just show up for the work and let be open to it. Let it, let it speak to you. Don't decide what it needs to be. Just trust that, trust that process and, and work at it every day. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm in this pandemic homeschooling my child. Like it is multitasking to the maximum, but every day it's showing up and giving what you can to it. Like like any other practice, like your workout or your whatever other habits you have, you just have to show up for it every day um, because it needs you.
1: I wholeheartedly agree. And that's why I always talk about establishing a daily creative habit that you can keep showing up for your work and for yourself. And you find your voice, you find your style and you have opportunities that will come as a result as well. So love it, love it, love it. So before we go, where can people find you? How can they follow you on the internet? Lay some links on us.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, thanks. You can, my website is com. Also on Instagram, Patelco on Instagram. And my work is presented by Cavalier Gallery, which are based out of New York, Nantucket, Greenwich, Connecticut, uh, and Palm Beach. Uh, in Canada, the Lyceum Gallery. Awesome. And that's where you can find me come find me.
1: I'll be sure to put that in the show notes so people can click on your link and look at your work. And people, seriously, you need to go look at Laura Jane's work because talking about it does not do it justice. There is an aesthetic and a beauty that you have to experience. So head on over there, check out her work, follow her, support her. Uh, Laura, I just want to thank you so much for this time together. And, um, it's been a privilege really i truly meant that when i said i felt like a kindred spirit so uh, thank you for our time today
0: awesome thanks so much it was so nice talking to you Mike.
1: thanks for listening today i'd appreciate it if you would subscribe leave a rating and a review it really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others